Welcome to From the Newsroom. Reporters and editors from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette step from behind the keyboard and in front of the mic to offer insights on stories they're working on. From the Newsroom, from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette. I'm Executive Editor Dave Nordman, joined again on this Monday morning by Sports Editor Jim Wilson. Welcome, Jim. Dave, how's it going? Jim, uh, week five, are we already in week five? It seems the- crazy, between the bugs and everything like that, we're getting this thing on. We're just talking to Jen Tolan this morning, we got playoffs coming up soon. Wow, playoffs. Uh, week five, high school football season, let's get right to it. Uh, What's the highlight from the week uh, from the weekend, Jim? Uh, you know, there's a lot of great games that happened, a lot of closer games than you think, upsets. But I think you got to talk about the uh, the Madden Classic between St. John's and Shepherd Hill. That was, uh, you know, that one of the highest scoring games, if not the highest scoring game in Central Mass history. Was so, so first three fifty two. The first thing I asked somebody when I saw that score was, did anybody ever punt? Yeah, no, everybody hit a three pointer. You know, <laughs> a couple of foul shots. It was one of those things. Can I don't you, think anybody punted. I think mm-hmm. it was basically just it was uh, it was one of those games where the coaches met. met before the game and said, you know, let's play this one without defense. Let's just let's have some tackling dummies and cones out there it, and see what we can do. We'll put this was, on all rookie mode and Madden. And see it really was like the NHL All-Star yeah, game. Yeah, it really really was. <laughs> Pull the goalie and just dump the nuts. See what Absolutely happens. no defense. No, but I mean, that's what, I mean, it just shows the uh, the offense. I mean, everybody said all, all year, this is what St. John's offense can do when the, when the, uh, the top is off. Uh, Iman Dennis, you know, he touched the ball six times. He scored five touchdowns. Wow. He had two kickoff returns. It's, uh, I believe it's Bill Ballou is looking into it. I think it ties a central mass record because I'm pretty sure Karan Wright did it once from Holy Name. And uh, but he's already he already has about ten career career uh, kickoff return or punt returns for a touchdown. So I mean I I can't remember even seeing a hundred and fifteen points in a high school. Uh, yeah, but Bill uh, Bill Ballou, I talked to him a little bit. He's looking into it for the for his little tease of the grid bits this week. He was going to get all the stuff taken care of. He thinks that might be the highest scoring game in Central Mass. But there's always that one game where like you know Commerce High. I remember you know. a um, I remember a, a Tantasqua Shepherd Hill Thanksgiving Day game maybe from a, a handful of years. There's ago. There's one of four, like four years ago. I think it was like a Lunenburg St. Bernard's game that went up pretty high. So I think that was uh, it's up in the neighborhood. That's what he's gonna he's gonna nail down because once he starts doing the research and then he finds like that like I said the 1947 Commerce High game under like a scurvy attack had uh, had a lot of points. So so you mentioned a few of the uh, few of the stars there. I mean, but if on the flip side, you know, a team like Shepherd Hill. Um, obviously, proves that it can it can play yeah, with the best in Central. Exactly. Mass. I say it. I've said it every week in this 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 thing. It's basically uh, you know in Central Mass, nobody's going to see a better team in St. John's, uh, and and I think Shepherd Hill being able to put up fifty two points on St. John's is pretty pretty impressive given the schedule they play. I mean, they got Lemonster at three thirty on Friday. That's going to be a big game for them. They you know, they close out the regular season with Wachusett, at Shrewsbury and Doherty, so they're not going to have any days off. It's not that they have a bye week and they can sort of rest these players. Uh, they're doing it. Uh, they, they, I think they used eight running backs on on Friday against St. John's, and two of them went over 100. Gabe Dos Santos, also you know Nate Cooper, all both went over 100 yards. So the you know, fact that you could say, okay, we're gonna we're gonna put you know when Nate's in the, Cooper's in the backfield, we're gonna in the double wing offense, we're gonna try to key on him. Go for it, but then they have three other four other guys that can gash you for those big yards. So you have to pay attention. That's the Shepherd Hill running back. So I mean, we're going to kind of jump around here today. Um, so St. John's um, number one. Um, they've got a uh, you know they've got a big game against uh, a Shrewsbury team at uh, at is it three o'clock on yeah. on Saturday. So and Shrewsbury obviously coming off uh, coming off a tough. 
uh, yeah, that they, week. Yeah, they'll go to a, a very good Algonquin team. Algonquin, they're, they've been uh, they've been banging the drum on Taylor Allen, the Allen brothers, trying to get the uh, the program back on track. And so that's a, this is a big win for them. Yeah, we were we were here last week thinking, you know, who in that who in that top five team, you know, who in those you know, those of those top five teams has. Uh, you know, uh, could you know could face an upset this week and ended up being Saint uh, being Shrewsbury. Yeah, she, well, you know, it, it hurt when uh, T.J. Morgera, their running back or all everything guy. Yeah, we were here a couple of weeks ago talking about yeah. him as like the uh, the man. And he now, went down. You know, he, he went goes, down that first series with yep. an ankle injury, and Shrewsbury offense never really got back on track. And Algonquin's good enough where they sort of took advantage of that and kept the game close. They have a great running back running back system themselves. And they were able to you know punch the punch it in more, and, and, and the defense held held firm on some big stops, get the ball back to the offense. Uh, so I think Shubert couldn't recover, and if they don't if they don't have Morgera down against uh, St. John's, that could be a long day for them. Yeah, and you know the, Shrewsbury, you know they've got some depth, so you know um, not to lo- overlook them. But no, the good thing I, mean, I don't want to say good thing, but I mean with, with Morgera's injury, if he's good to go, they'll know it early. If not, they can play it around and try to find some of those guys to fill the holes. I mean, I think it was just tough for them to sort of all of a sudden have to throw out their game plan, which probably included you know nine pages of get the ball to Morgera <laughs> and uh, you know figure out what to do against Algonquin. And they were like I said, Algonquin's good enough where you can't make too many mistakes against them. Right. So you know, kind of jumping back, you know, Shrewsbury came in last week at number five, St. John's at number one, and we said, well, if St. John's were to stumble, you know, uh, would Doherty do enough uh, to overtake them? Uh, Doherty's four uh, zero after uh, off after uh, a big win, but uh, was it a big enough win to uh, to kind of? You know, to unseat. Uh, I don't think a, so. A St. I mean, John's eleven-point win. I haven't talked to Rich yet, but in, Rich Garvin's doing the poll this year. But I, I, I wouldn't put in my if I had if I had a poll, I would I wouldn't put you know I would put I wouldn't you know take St. John's off that threat there the the pedestal just yet. Mm-hmm. But that being said, Doherty is a very you know still a very good team. They took care of business against South on Friday. Uh, Calorie Noah Calorie, their quarterback, is just had another impressive game. He threw for two hundred forty-four yards, two touchdowns. He's approaching a thousand yards. He has 882 passing yards on the year. Uh, the big thing for them is you know, they have Grafton this week, and Grafton is 3:30 on Friday. Uh, Grafton's—they're they're coming off another tough loss to Westboro. Their losses were to Neshoba and Wachusett this year. They're so two Division three programs, or you know, Division three, Division four program. They're very, you know, very good losses for them, and they just—they were in all those games. So something they're getting blown out. So they—they they know a win over Doherty. Everybody's talking about them again. So it's, I think that's and Doherty—they got to maintain that pace every year. We, we look at Doherty; they have a great team. And they just run out of gas at playoff time. I think having them keep their keep their tempo up all year is going to be important to the Highlanders. And St. John's uh, obviously uh, got a lot of points scored against them. And another team that uh, that I guess you could say squeaked out a win this week is is Neshoba. Uh, yeah, who came in ranked number three. And you know, on paper, North Middlesex looked like. Um, I wouldn't say an easy win, no, but good a good team, team, but a team a that team, the, the show should be a team historically in the last few years they've handled. Right, exactly. I think I think I don't want to take anything away from the Patriots, but the show, you know, and who knows? I don't, you know, they they're coming off that overtime win over Lemonster the week before. They have Wachusett coming up this weekend at uh, at noon on Saturday, and I think that maybe who they, they were, maybe they're thinking about that game. Maybe they just you know didn't realize that they're going to be in a dogfight. And they yeah, they had to score 16 points in the fourth quarter to get that win, and that's that's impressive for one one to show what to do that and sort of just all of a sudden flip the switch and say okay let's turn it on and get this win. Um, 
But they can't do that against Wachusett. Kind of a wake-up call, I yeah, think. Yeah, it was one of those things they needed it, because you know that, that that Jamie Tucker and the staff are going to hammer into the fact that if they come out and play like they did against North North Middlesex, they come out and that slow, Wachusett's going to be up by four touchdowns before they know it. Wachusett has, you know, the... I mean, their defense is insane. They've given, they've given up 14 points all year, 3.5 points a game, uh, and they've played some good teams. And you know, yeah, we talked. Yeah, we talked. Just to interrupt you there, we talked about St. John's Shrewsbury this uh, this Saturday, but that watch who's it in a Shoba game. It really um, there's a handful of games you circle on the calendar at the beginning of the year, and that's got to be one of them. Yeah, that's our game of the week this week. I think it's two great programs. Mm-hmm. It should be a should be a battle. They they are they're both on paper. You look at them; they're very similar in terms of they they have a balanced attack. There's not one person like we might talk about St. John's earlier at Doherty, where you have like okay, look at Noah Callery, look at TJ Morgera from Shrewsbury. You stop those guys, and that that that, that really slows down those offenses. I don't think the Shoba or Wachusa have that kind of character. They just they sort of just do a next man up type of thing. I mean, Wachusa against uh, against Lemonster. I thought that's a huge. I thought that'd be a cl- very close game, and Wachusa just punched him in the mouth early and, and rolled. They scored four touchdowns in the first quarter all different he had five touchdowns total all different players and you know what next week they could have another five touchdowns with five different other players again because they just sort of have that next man up and who's remember the hot hand type of thing they don't really have a guy you rely on those are the most dangerous Wachusett teams in history yeah and you know just you mentioned uh Wachusett and Lemonster and then Lemonster who do they have to go I mean it's just this is the this is central mass football right yep. where Lemonster has to now go out and play at Shepherd Hill right it just never gets any easier that for mid- these top teams that midwatch a is low this year, so there's nearly no no easy games in any week, and there's no days off type of mentality. And I kind of like that football. I, I kind of like that. Let's there'll be some great football teams that aren't in the playoffs this year because they play too tough a schedule. Right, right. So kind of jumping ahead, you know, we we talked about what shoes it at number four. We talked about Shrewsbury at number five. Um, you know, Tantasqua at number seven, quietly putting together a very solid season. Yeah, they, they aren't, they've they done a really good job. They had a, you know, Auburn, Auburn's always going to be a tough team no matter what their numbers are, and they they, they got 20 nothing win over them. And so that's, uh, you know, Dominic Brown has been having a great season for him. Ryan Sears, another good, good running back for him, but Brown, he caught and rushed for a touchdown, had two picks. That's a that's a pretty impressive way to take over a game. So Tantas was, you know, like you said, they're very quiet so far, but they've been in the poll all year. But they always get overshadowed by those midwatch A teams in St. John's, uh, you know. But they have they have Marlboro at noon on Saturday, and then they face Doherty next week. So after, uh, yeah. in two weeks, we could be talking about you know North, Tantasco being a top five team. Right, right. And uh, you know, Tantasco a team with some some really good athletes on their team, and and Lester is another one of those teams uh, checking in at number eight. Yeah, just Lester, has, you know, has athletes up and down their roster. Lester was loaded last year. All those kids are back. Griff is Griffin and his boys have gotten a, have gotten a wagon this year. Uh, they, you talk about wake up calls. I think they got one this weekend. Uh, the they they beat Maynard, but it took three overtimes for them to do it. Mm. And who knows? Maybe they, I don't want to say they were looking past them, but you know maybe because they have Bartlett at noon on Saturday. But I think you know maybe they they didn't think they beat them as much of a dogfight as they were against Maynard. Uh, they you know Marrow had two touchdowns. Dan Marrow had two touchdowns, 154 yards. So they sort of got the job when it needed to be done. Uh, just but it was a little, a little tougher than they thought it would be. Yeah, and then uh, Milbury. Um, you know, another another close game. Yeah. I mean, it seems like seems like Northbridge plays close games every week, but you know, Millbury does does as well. Right, but another win by the Woolies. Yeah, Northbridge. They haven't found that that uh, that game breaker just yet, and they've they've lost a lot of they lost all their games, but it's all been. You know, a t- late touchdown, or they just couldn't, you know, couldn't rally past enough. So, but Millbury, they're three, they're three and one. They're they're very uh, 
They play Auburn three thirty on Friday. That should be a, another great game. They, they had two Greenwich, Greenwich, yeah, Anthony Greenwich and Xavier Robles both rush for over hundred yards. That's a pretty good offensive attack for him. Right. And uh, so looking ahead to this weekend, uh, Jim, uh, my first question is, um, can the Wildcats get their second victory in a yeah, row? Let's talk about that. How about I that? Mean, so the, the Wildcats, um, Gardner getting its first win in a couple of I seasons. Was, there was just, you know, riots in the cheer city after this whole thing. It was a great win for them. I mean, that program has been through some tough times the last couple of years. Uh, you know, mid-season coach replacement last year. They've they've done a great job. Sean Whittle is, is, is you know, there's a lot of pride still there. And I yeah, think, you know what? I think I think that they this this wasn't going to happen overnight. And, no, um, you know, in the win over David Prouty, I think it was um, a combination of a bunch of things. It's you know, how low can you go in in to the rebuilding point? And they got pretty low there for a while. But you know, they've got a new turf field. Um, right. Their numbers are up. Uh, you know, they've got more kids out for the team. Um, and it kind of it now it's paying off with with their first win in a convincing win in a couple of years. It's a really convincing win. They deserve that. They have like I said, they have Southbridge this weekend. They they play them at two o'clock on Saturday. Uh, that's a winnable game for them. Well, you know how these these programs are, and you know uh, Gardner's just an example. But um, you know we could go up and down the Central Mass right. lineup. You know, there's a handful of these teams that it, what it really takes is a you know. Um, you know, a, a coach, a system, a facility, you know, all of a sudden you get like 10 or 15 additional kids out for the team right. and then their ki- their friends come out for the team um, and the thing can can roll and start to steamroll in, right. in a matter of a couple of seasons. And you saw it, you'll see it, you, you say you, you put those ingredients in, it's it's tough to get the high school kids to come out to play for a team where, especially in these these days of I play AAU baseball in the fall or, or whatever, I have other things to do, I'm going to focus on this one, I, I play lacrosse, I don't want to play football. And it's tough to just say, well, come on and play football, and we're going to win one, two games this year. Right. And so it's tough to sort of get that going. So it's, it's tough on coaches to sort of bang the drum and be asked by administration and parents and say, hey, why aren't we winning here? We have, you know, we used to be really good. Look at Algonquin a couple of years ago when before Justin McKay came in. Yep. They're rotating coaches in and out every other year. Justin came in. He sort of set the foundation, and, and when he left for St. Peter Marion, it took you know, it, it, they went to they played Shrewsbury in the Central Mass final one year, and then you know McKay left, and the, the program went on off a little bit. And Taylor Allen took him like three or four years. Now they're beating Shrewsbury again. So, so yep, good good win by the uh, good win by the Wildcats. Nice to see them get in the win column. Uh, we we mentioned uh, or you mentioned the high school home team game of the week between Wachusett and Neshoba, but let's uh, let's leave leave it off here with a couple other games uh, worth uh, worth watching this week, Jim. Yeah, we talked a lot about the top five. I'm looking to so you have like you know Doherty Grafton, Lemonster, Shepherd Hill, Milbury, Auburn, all getting the matinee, get out of work early, three thirty Friday games. Uh, watch who's in the show was at noon on Saturday. St. John Shrewsbury at three on Sunday, Saturday. But yeah, some you know, some other good games. I think Lester Bartlett will be pretty good. That one's noon on Saturday. You mentioned the Marlboro Ten Task one at noon. Good city game North and Burncoat at uh, at uh, noon. Uh, I think that should be a good one. The Holy Names playing Sutton. I think that's another you know, two of those under-the-radar teams. Like you mentioned the growing programs. I think all four of those teams sort of have a, a quality coaching staff in, in play. and like to see them get some wins. Uh, Uxbridge-BMR be a, will be a great game at 2 o'clock on Saturday. Uxbridge is, is undefeated. BMR is, is doing really well. Uh, Boshman has been the, five touchdowns last week. He's going to be tough to stop. I'm interested to see what happens in that game. 
yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of great games. And again, it just it seems like every week we sit down and uh, and there's always just there's so many so many good games the previous week, and then we look forward to uh, to another you know slate of um, just just unbelievable uh, matchups. And um, I, I couldn't agree more. You know, uh, this weekend should uh, should tell us a lot. And so where do we go from here? We've got a couple of weeks left till till playoffs. Yeah, because three more weeks until playoffs. Well, after this one, so I think we're at the, we're at the halfway point. So yeah. it should be interesting to see where where these these where these teams sort of just sort of separate from it. The power ranks will be out. We'll we'll, be, we'll probably get those on the, on the website soon because now it's time to the point where you're chasing points. Yep. And uh, well, we'll uh, we'll do it again next Monday, Jim. I'm sure we'll be talking about a lot of the the same teams. There'll be an upset and a couple of surprises and uh, some things that uh, that we didn't expect. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Dave. Jim. Thanks.